0: This podcast is meant for general health information and is not meant to override any medical advice. All questions will be screened and not contain any personal information. If you want a private consultation, contact us via positivechoice.org or you can contact your provider directly. Thank you and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to the Positive Choice Wellness Podcast. My name is Melanie. I am an exercise physiologist and nutritionist and my name is kimberly and i am a registered dietitian Woo! Woo! welcome back all right thank you thank you so yeah so we were just chit-chatting and having a good time prior to this and you know a lot of what we do is oriented around health and wellness and food and exercise um but you know also how 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 was your how was your weekend what were you up to my weekend was great um wow. Short? Aren't they all of though? Course, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> but it was good. I think. Um, you know, would you believe it? It's Tuesday and I don't even remember what I did. But I do remember thinking it was good. Okay. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Yeah. Same yeah. here, also. Very pretty chill weekend. Yeah. Played a lot, play a lot of video games, you know, the the Ooh, usual. Yes. Um got some exercise in always the case. And yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good time. Just had a nice Absolutely. relaxing weekend. Good. Yeah. It's- it was, I think it was because of all that rain, you know, it was yes. a little rainy, a little drizzly, mm-hmm. kind of not the best weather to go out and go on a nice run or a hike, That's true. you know, we might get sucked into a river or something. I don't know. It be bad. Yeah. Time, but, yeah. <laughs> Danger. No. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta watch out. Yeah. Um, well, I am really excited about our topic that we have today. Me too. Mostly because I really like food, so this is exciting, because anytime we get to talk yeah. about food, I'm like, heck yeah, we're talking about food, Yeah, <laughs> and we get to talk about, what is it? We're talking about dining out. Oh boy, so excited! Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be a good time. Yeah, because everyone eats out, pretty much, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, right? I, it's on every corner, everywhere all the time. Super yeah. easy. Can't more really convenient. get away from it. Yeah, yeah, more convenient than we'd like it to be, probably. <laughs> probably probably yep um yeah. yeah yeah i mean i live i so. live off a road with this two taco shops that are within a block of each other and it's the same mm-hmm. taco shop and they're oh. not a chain <laughs> they're just they're so good they had to be a block away and they like oh yeah, they had to put two of them <laughs> they are surrounded two of them on the same road no just kidding yeah. <laughs> that's awesome but this is this is exciting because you know i i feel like it's an important conversation to have one Because Mm. dining out is such a common thing these days. It's just everywhere. Even if you get food to go, even if you go to a deli at like a store, that still would be considered dining out to a degree because it's pre-made from someone like a restaurant kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. There there are definitely, I think, some pros and probably more cons than we'd like to admit. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's it's rough, especially nowadays. When talk about, we've talked about the convenience factor and how it's it's already everywhere. But now, in the smart world age, you have an app on your phone oh, where you right. can also just get it sent to you. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, you right. Can have it Sent to your door <laughs> without leaving your house. Yeah, so, that's yeah. That is that's like yeah. some of the probably the major cons or pros depends, right? Like yeah, you know, <laughs> if you're if you're still kind of staying at home and hunkering down, of course ordering from home is, is a very huge benefit than you know having to leave yes. your house and go out and potentially get sick or something like that but right if you're also like hey eh, i don't feel like getting up yeah. <laughs> it's like that's where it kind of might be more of a con than a pro a little <laughs> bit of a difference yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah but yeah you know i we will we're gonna make a blanket statement here and say like eating out isn't necessarily inherently bad Right. Like it's not inherently a bad thing because we get it. Like life happens. Sometimes we like to get food to go. It's just easier that way. Or maybe you're, you're driving somewhere and you have to stop along the way and eat because, you know, other that otherwise you're not going to eat and that's not good either. So there are some very valid reasons to go out, get food and dine out and so forth. But I think where we're going to approach this is not going to be the I'm eating out to have a really good time. I think we're gonna approach this more of a life gets in the way, we're going to eat out, but how can we make healthier choices around that? Yeah, absolutely. I think think that's the approach we want to take to this because we all know what to do if we're going to go have a good time. I don't have to have a conversation with you about that. Uh, (laughs) This is more going to be around like, how can we eat out and stay diligent with our health goals and be wary of what we're doing, how... How do we navigate a restaurant? How do you know what you're going to do when you get there? How do you find the right place? There's so many burning questions I have. Yeah. Tell yeah. me more. <laughs> <laughs> Answer them all. Right now. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> 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 what would be a good place to start, you think? Kind of establishing. Why are we going out in the first place with the convenience factor? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's a fabulous place to begin. And. There are so many reasons beyond just because we feel like it right to actually like go for a dining out kind of food option. I've, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes we go to restaurants where they make something for us that I would not be willing to cook at home. There's too much effort involved or, um, you know, a big reason why I ate out when I was little is because my mom didn't want to do dinner dishes, you know, Uh so we'd go there. No, be no cleanup. Um, so that was actually that my mom There's, too. It'd be a Friday. Yeah. We'd always get food out on Fridays because she she worked and she didn't want to cook. And she's like, I'm tired. Traditional, like she was a stay-at-home mom, still cooked all the dinner when she did work too. So yeah, she was tired. Uh, yeah, for sure. Right. And it's, so yeah, that's the thing. It feels like a break maybe mm-hmm. for some of us. I think um, it's also very much used as like a celebratory thing, right? Like if we're you know, celebrating a birthday, a graduation, any kind of life thing. Typically we, we dine out. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons. What am I missing? What are some other reasons why we eat out? Um, gets you out of the house, socializing. Yeah, true. You know, what? I always find it funny. I watch these documentaries on food constantly and you think about it. Eating is actually really gross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and yet we do it as such a common social thing we're just sitting there like, Yum, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk food in my mouth no big deal uh and it's just the weirdest thing because you think about it it's actually not like a pleasant thing to watch people do typically no um, it's not that's true and yeah I think we've tied it in strongly with social things it's also a cultural thing too there's a lot of cultures that really gravitate towards like you know celebrating with food and food's a big part of that and maybe going out to a restaurant is part of that culture as well who knows you know there's mm-hmm. there's I'm sure there's more reasons than we can even think of today, but lots of, lots of options for that. And I always like to dig into a little bit of, of the history on it, not necessarily dining out in general, but like why Mm. we personally do it. Cause it's Mm. such a, I should have been a psychologist. It's such a cool thing. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I think the brain is fascinating and the connections we make and the, the, the bonds we create in our head and connections and patterns that we develop Could have some deep rootedness and maybe to our history, right? Like, you know, you were mentioning as a kid, you know, why would you go out and eat then? And that was always the first thing I think of when I teach my classes. That's the first question I ask. Like, why'd you go out to eat when you're a little kid? You know, it doesn't matter how old you are, why'd you go out to eat? And some people, I never did. Why do you eat out now? Convenient. But the question that really comes to mind when we talk about, you know, why, 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 why did you do this? It's like, well, why did you go out to eat when you're a kid? Usually orients around what? Like, celebrations Mm. you know uh could be a a promotion could be a birthday could be if you very seldom went out there's usually some really special reason to go out and people go okay yeah what does that have to do with anything how did you feel when you were ordering food what did you pick was it a salad (laughs) probably not huh? I don't think so yeah (laughs) yeah and that's always what I love to dig into because what drives us to make our choices at restaurants now could be pretty deep rooted in what we did when we were kids or when we were younger. You know, if you were dining out then it was always special, but maybe it's just a Wednesday or a Thursday you're going out to eat. Cause it just was easy and you didn't feel like cooking that night. But that emotion, Ooh, yeah. that feeling that's deep rooted of like, Ooh, but I used to like get whatever I wanted It feels special. You go to a restaurant. It feels special. Yeah. That can dictate some of our choices, right? And that can make it really hard to try to pick <clears throat> something healthy, even more so if you're eating out frequently too, right? <laughs> this feeling yeah. is there. Yeah. And you're looking to like, yeah, yeah. Keep heightening that feeling or keep getting like whatever, those same sensations. That's good. That's true. Yeah. Totally. And and that's something I always want people to to think about when they go out to eat, because if you're really having a hard time dining out and making poor choices and you're thinking, gosh, I always just... Pick stuff I, I really shouldn't be picking, which I don't like to use the word should, because that's not a pleasant thing to say. But, mm-hmm. you know, choosing things that are less healthy, more so than things that are healthy. You know, why? What what is making you choose those things? What is the underlying thought behind that? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And. Once you kind of figure that out. <laughs> Then we can start using techniques and tricks and make it easy for you. But I think part of it, too, is you have to get to the root cause. Why Why are you feeling this way? Is it? Is it something about it that's making it different for you? And yeah. we were actually chit-chatting prior to this. And you're mentioning some cool, like, psychological things that restaurants do that might actually promote these feelings that cause yes. you to make bad choices, right? It's true. It's... um it's both fascinating and maybe a little bit alarming that they study like the human brain that much, but it's Oh, like, they're never going to stop. Come on. Oh, they, I know. Right. Yeah. They're just getting started. No, it's, it's amazing though. They, I mean, every single thing that you look at in a restaurant that you come into contact with has been planned and put there with intention. Nothing's on accident, right? So like, First, starting with your surroundings, the colors yellow and red are supposed to trigger hunger. If you think mm-hmm. about uh you know a lot of fast food logos are are yellow and red, right, or at least incorporate one of those colors um. Or within the same the, in, spectrum, like oranges and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Same. It's totally, totally. Um, same with like the actual environment itself. A lot of if you think about going to like a big, nice restaurant, often there's uh really high ceilings, makes it kind of loud. So there's often TVs or loud music, all kind of like doling your ability to think and concentrate. Um Sometimes you'll find like natural woods and the greenery and all that stuff around, making you think, ooh, this place is organic and nice. A and succulent, healthy, wall. right? <laughs> A su- yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, I mean, down straight to the menu, right? They study where our eyeballs hit the menu and I can't remember the order, but it's some kind of crazy pattern. They study it and they put Um, like their biggest ticket items are the things that are going to like sway you the most in those specific areas. Um, it's like middle, top, right corner, something like that. Um, but it is wild. And then Mm -hmm. not just the, not just the placement of the menu, but the words that they use and the pictures that they choose to put there too. Right. So they'll use words like "smothered," right. Which like makes you start drooling just when you say it Mm -hmm. or crispy or whatever. It's, it's so strategically, analyzed in order for you to not think very clearly you would have you know succumbed to some of their things they got going on Mm -hmm. and to spend your top dollar yeah and you know there's there's something they call like page hierarchy when you look at like how you put stuff on a piece of paper and where your eyes go first and a lot of it is how big you put something um so you know usually see uh, typically those big ticket items have a picture not everything has a picture on the menu but the ones they want you to get have a picture yep Yep, absolutely, and it's usually like the you know the burger with not just the pineapple but also the crispy whatever you know it's yeah. like the <laughs> this know, massive thing ultra fancy fries <laughs> yeah exactly and, yeah and, and you know what other people don't realize is they hire um there's a few things they do they hire psychologists to help with this industry a lot and one of them is um you know how we can influence people based on the descriptors the smells the sounds and so forth but another one too is like food artists. There's a whole job just to design food. And when when they take those beautiful, like, that's why people go like, I see the burger on the menu and then I order it. It doesn't look the same. It's like, yeah, because a professional (laughs) artist didn't paint a fake burger the right color. Because that picture you're seeing is probably like 50% not real food uh yep. <laughs> like Absolutely. milk milk in commercials is almost always conditioner it's not milk so oh my gosh condition I had also heard white paint so mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah yeah like yeah. the things we look at go oh that looks amazing it's like yeah that's not real food but they know, <laughs> know. how to, just to have food psychologists they know how to get us and yeah. so that can dictate our choices when we get there too They're like oh but they'll see it and go oh but that looks so good it's like yeah yeah we are yeah exactly so it's so true and gosh, I mean, there's, there's restaurants that will just re- rely on smells too. That'll get you to buy things. Yes. The smells. I mean, I'm sure we've walked by locations and caught a whiff of the mm-hmm. things that are almost knock you backwards. They're so strong, right? Yep. Um, there's a barbecue yeah. place that locally that you walk into the parking lot and you're just like, Oh, I smell barbecue. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 100%. 100%. It's time. It's time. Yeah. Hit me with the barbecue. Yeah. So we have all the stimulation coming in, we have all this input from all the stuff we're dealing with in a restaurant. And that is just bam, bam, bam. How can I make you make choices that you wouldn't normally make? Right? Mm -hmm. So that's where it gets to the bigger question is like, how, how can we go and dine out successfully? And not deviate from our goals, and, and choose something healthy healthy compared to maybe like the burger or the nachos or the burrito or you know whatever the things are. Because again, mm-hmm. not can't have those. Go for it. Just right. probably not all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Preferably, <laughs> yeah. Um, totally though. It's 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 I don't know. It feels like it can be some kind of like muddy waters navigating how to dine out successfully and. Um, I think really what it comes down to when you can is planning as much as you can, right? I know yeah. often we'll wind up in a scenario where we dine out, um, last minute decision, right? It's not something that we've like carefully articulated and planned out all the things. I feel but like those are usually the ones we get to the most trouble with. You're like, yeah, I don't feel I like mean, cooking tonight. Let's just go out. Yeah, right. It's true. <laughs> and then we pick like, I don't know, all the things we shouldn't and it adds up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But so when you can, you can, okay, that didn't, when you plan out successfully in advance, like get yourself a little bit prepared, you can navigate eating out in a healthy manner or a more optimal manner than if it's like a last second, you know, a lot of us don't really like make the best food choices when it's super last second, right? Like if we waited eight, 10 hours to eat and now we're starving, we're not going to be like, ooh, yay, carrots, right? So. (laughs) having some planning in there will what help. What I was a craving lot. kale. Yeah. That's what kale, that, I'm yeah. starving. That's all I want to eat kale, hit me yeah, with the yeah. kale. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but that's yeah. a fair point. Cause I've definitely been there myself. Like when I'm really, really hungry and I think this is a common tactic mm. for people who want to get their money's worth, right? Like I'll make sure I'm extra hungry so I can get my money's worth of food. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially because you know we work really hard for our money and then we want to like spend it on something worthwhile and that means a lot to us and we'll we'll go hard on purpose for that reason mm-hmm. so you're totally right yeah i just i think of my father-in-law because he's the buf- the buffet guy so we always mm. joke he has a hollow leg because like he runs out of room in his stomach he just starts filling <laughs> the leg up you know uh <laughs> oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> but he's one of those people he wants the most bang for his bucks so it's like i'm at a bang buffet i'm gonna back. eat as much food as he's like i'll starve myself all day for this buffet and he goes like three in the afternoon and just eats yeah. plate after plate and this man's very small so like it's fine he, he can he can afford to do that but <laughs> i don't think everybody is as fortunate in their ability to eat that much food <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know? totally so, so what would be i guess some good tips, like obviously planning, but what are other, some other Mm -hmm. good tips too? you know, to kind of help us navigate eating out where we're not always making the worst choices? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think some, some helpful things are like we said, planning in advance, but, um, kind of thinking about dining out, especially if it's something that's something that we know is going to happen, like some kind of celebration or whatever, you don't have to show up to a restaurant starving, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to show up ravenous, like ready to dive into all the, food it's 100 percent okay to have some kind of snack situation before you go Mm -hmm. um that way when you get there you know when we're ravenous we're not thinking clearly and we're going to pick the very first thing that looks the biggest and sounds the best Mm -hmm. so when we go with a little bit of substance in our stomachs we can you know often think a little bit more clearly and not necessarily find ourselves prisoner to like all the the things that they're trying to throw on us so to speak (laughs) Uh, yeah That. I like that trick actually, because you really shouldn't go anywhere ravenous, because you true. start thinking poorly, right? Oh, yeah. Um, like I, oh, I love yeah. to mention this to people because I, I I'm all about the physiology of stuff, considering that's literally what mm. my degree is in. So, uh, <laughs> but when we so we run off of glucose as our fuel source and, and right. fat, but like mostly glucose, right? And mm-hmm. when our blood sugar starts to decline, that's where that hangry comes into play right yes and yes. problem is your brain only runs off of glucose it doesn't run off of any other fuel source it only has glucose as yep. a fuel source so when your glucose is low in general you don't think right because your brain goes <laughs> give me glucose now i'm dying <laughs> and so that's why we start yep. making these really poor choices and they almost always are really carby really really high in sugar or something like that because our brain yeah. is saying i'm starving <laughs> yeah yep exactly i even make poor emotional decisions when i'm in that yeah. state because i'm like uh i'm angry don't touch me you know yep. whatever my yep. poor husband but um, <laughs> yeah oh he puts up with you it's great he uh, does. <laughs> um yeah and you know another trick that's also helpful too and this is again not to say you can't do this but like if you choose to go out and get an alcoholic beverage of sorts let's say one of the mm. things that is always recommended is don't, like, they always take your drink orders first before you get your food. Like, don't put an order True. in until you get your food. And people don't realize this. Tip. Yeah, people don't realize this, but, like, if your stomach is empty and you need to drink something with alcohol, that can get you drunker faster. And some people go, oh, wow, great. No, that's not great. That's bad. If you're trying to make good choices, that's not what you should be doing. Uh, yes. Because... You get drunker faster and you start making poor choices. So yeah, it's a <laughs> because snowball then, effect. <laughs> yeah. Cause then they give you your drink and you're drinking it and you're like, cool. What looks good on the menu. And then at the end of the day, you start making choices that you probably wouldn't have if you didn't have mm. some sort of alcoholic beverage in your system. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it does impede your decision-making abilities. So it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like, absolutely. you know, drink, drink water first, fill yourself up on some water, you know, that's just exactly. a good tip in general that is a good tip in general, drink our water. And that's yeah. a good tip actually for dining out in general too. If you're looking to like make a kind of healthier option, not getting your calories in through liquid is a good mm-hmm. idea. So sticking to like a water or an unsweetened tea or something like that, um, will help save in some areas uh, slash yeah. your money as well. So <laughs> <that's> <laughs> you know, <true>. those <laughs> drinks add up. <laughs> yeah, I always like to get their like like seltzers or there's because like people don't realize this but if they have soda, they have seltzer cuz that is what the base of soda is. And so yeah. typically if I go anywhere that has a soda machine or seltzer machine or like some sort of soda thing, I'm like, "Hey, can I get like a sparkling water with lemon or lime and those give you a little wedge of lemon or lime?" And it's it's just as good in my opinion. I'm fine with that. That is an awesome pro tip. That's really good. You know some people they like bubbles. I like bubbles. Yeah, absolutely. Right. We want to have something a little bit more fun, a little bit more different than water with our meal. So that's a good way to jazz it up. I like it. Yeah. Now what are other things we can do? We're there. We've got there. We maybe did, maybe did research beforehand to figure out what we wanted to get, but what are other things we could do while we're there to help make better decisions? Yeah. I, um, kind of like you mentioned, we, we did some research maybe beforehand. I think, Again, when you know you're going in advance, if you can look at the menu before you go, I do think that is a helpful option just because when you go and sit there and then you're like, you know, half distracted, half in conversation, Mm -hmm. uh, then you have to like haphazardly make a decision sometimes it's more helpful to know what you're having and don't even open the menu when you go. So that can be a helpful tip. Um, one thing worst that I, is when you do that and then they don't have the thing that you want. <laughs> oh my gosh. True. <laughs> that, yeah. I swear that happens to me every time I do that. So I always pick up a backup thing. Like, well, if this isn't there, I'll try this. And that's happened twice. Right? <laughs> they both back weren't on to the back. menu. Oh no. Like, <laughs> my life. Anyways, fine, continue. Oh no! Well, maybe we should come up with options A, B, and C. I'll just eat the table. It's fine. I'll uh, just, yeah, no big deal. Um, that's awesome. I think another uh a good tip that is always or almost always, I should say, available, but we just have to have the willpower to choose it mm-hmm. is blopping out our side dishes. So very often, a a standard side dish at any kind of location is some form of potato whether it's mashed or fried or whatever, right? Yep. Or some kind of white bread on the side. I'm not because it's just true. I'm just (laughs) Yep. You're not wrong. (laughs) Right? I mean, that's, it is what it is. So doing some kind of like seasonal vegetable, seasonal fruit, damed vegetables, little house side salad, you know, those kinds of things are available. Maybe not largely screamed at us on the menu, but they're available and we can make that swap. So even something like that swapping out the side dish for something a little more nutrient dense Mm -hmm. can be can be helpful in navigating yeah and i've noticed that too with side salads like a lot of lately i've noticed a lot of menus don't even include a side salad like they have a salad section but there's no side salads and let's say i'm not committing to eating in a salad for dinner but i'd like to have one instead of fries or something like that i just ask and i get one yeah i've never had an issue (laughs) It's been great. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. I think that's, that's one of the things is we, when we go to a restaurant, we, it's okay to be that person who asks for the different things and the modifications yeah. and whatnot. Right. I mean, Joe, we're spending a lot of money when we eat out. Typically it's not like something that comes for free anymore. So not that it ever did, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um. So anyways, it's, it's, it's okay to ask for the the food, how you want it and make the yeah. substitutions and stuff. Yeah, you know what's funny? I actually did one of those things the other day. Um, because I I love seafood, so I went out and got sushi with my husband. And as everyone knows, sushi has a ton of rice, and I try not to get a ton of rice because I recognize one, it's filler, it's cheap for them, and two, mm-hmm. um, I like fish, and I kind of want to eat more of that. So <laughs> when I go there, something that carried over actually from like the the high protein, low low carb diets of the early two thousands. Uh, is the protein style. And what's great is I can go to a sushi restaurant and order a protein style roll. And it usually either comes as like the rice is actually imitation crab. So just more Mm -hmm. protein or they'll wrap it in a cucumber. So there's no rice. It's just protein and vegetables and maybe a little avocado. And that's it. And it's every restaurant I've been to, whether it's listed or not has some form of a protein roll on their menu. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is awesome and super true. Super true. And it helps bump up that veggie a little bit. Exactly. And then then you're bump like, up. "Oh, and I got more protein out of this cuz yep. you know, they're trying to skimpy on that. They want to save money." So, you know, that's it's <laughs> another way to get more bang for your buck, right? Cuz you can make rice at home. If you really want rice, make rice. But yeah. If if you're there for the fish, which is usually why people go to sushi, they don't go there like, "I like rice." Like that's typically <laughs> not why people go to sushi restaurants. <laughs> um, but it's like exactly what you're saying it's okay to just ask like can you do this and most mm-hmm. of the time I would say 99% of the time it's a yes yeah absolutely we just have to have that strength to ask mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the customer they want you to come back yeah <laughs> they want you happy absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So yeah. so substitutions altering things on the menu swaps that kind of stuff love it absolutely yeah, definitely. Another way to do that too is um like a la carte. Some people choose to shop shop to strategically pick off the a la carte menu so they're not mm-hmm. getting like all the extra you know, fluff that sometimes comes with those yeah, those so meals. A la carte's basically like if you see an item on the menu, mm-hmm. it the restaurant has all those ingredients so you can pick and choose and make stuff your own way. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Like breakfast places do that, right? Like breakfast places will have like a little a la carte menu. Like yep. you can get eggs or potatoes or sausage or this or that, and you can like yeah. piece all together a breakfast. A yes, and yep. what people don't realize is a lot of restaurants. You could just say, "Well, I see you have this. Can I just get this and this put together and make that as a meal?" And they will do that. Yep, absolutely. Again, it comes down to the you know looking and asking, and we we'll, gotta we you gotta know. be diligent. We gotta be we diligent. Do. Yeah, we gotta be our own advocates. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that's just a good tip, just just in general. And this is from a personal experience many times over that I constantly do. And I should do this and I never do. And I'm like, man, I should have done that. Ask how big the thing is, <laughs> like whatever you're ordering, yes. ask yes. how much food you're going to get. Cause that's the problem. Yes. You, you look at a menu and you see something and think, Oh, that should be enough for me. And it should be enough for a football team. You know, like it's, wow, that's a lot of food. <laughs> yeah. And... Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So unfortunately there are instances where you might find you get a ton more food than you expected. So yeah. Yeah. I, like my common thing, I typically ask that like a server someone's like, well, is this enough for like one person or do you think this would be enough for a couple people? And they will tell you, Oh, it's meant to be shared, which sometimes you don't know that. <laughs> no, you really, really don't. And that's probably part of the strategy to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, But I love that. That's a super good tip because then at that point, you can either like, you know, split it with someone that you're with or you can ask for, I have patients who ask for half of it to go in a, a container, right? Like mm-hmm. have the waiter put half of it in there for them and then bring it out with my meal or bring it out after. That's like um, a smart idea. Save it for later, you know? Yeah. Definitely. I'm a plate picker because if if I'm sitting there waiting for my my to-go box, I'll just sit there and be like, let me make it even. And I'll just keep <laughs> like slicing little pieces <laughs> off and it gets smaller and smaller until I get the yes. box I'm like, well, there's no point now. Uh, right, yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't like the shape my potatoes are in. Let me eat them into a better shape. Yeah, exactly. It's not just move them. It's have to eat them into the better shape. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So I, I think that is such a good tip. Like half half before he even gets to your plate. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And gosh, there's so many other things you can do. I think the oldest one that's been around for ages has been like get your dressing on the side for your salad. Like we all know that trick. I think that's very common knowledge at this point, but Right. Um. You know, like one technique I also heard is if you get a creamy dressing, which we don't encourage if you're eating out and trying to make a healthy choice, like oil and vinegar, salt, lemon juice, something like that. But yeah. if you happen to get a creamy dressing, the technique I learned was dip the fork, then eat the salad. Yep. Absolutely. That is such a good tip because you're going to still get the flavor, still mm-hmm. get all the joy of the dressing, right? Without the necessarily like swimming of the vegetables in the dressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. What that's are a good tip. any other tips that you know of? Let's see if we're on the same page here. Cause there's a lot out there. Oh my gosh. There's so many. Um, that's such a good hands on one. I always my, tell people they can order from like the kid's menu if they have healthy options. Yes, that is true. That's always a good one too. Cause the portions are obviously smaller. Um, yeah. I think that's one of my favorite interesting facts about restaurants is that like, The standard plate we recommend eating off of is nine inches, right? Mm -hmm. The standard dinner plate at home is usually more like twelve, depending on you know what you got. Uh and then restaurants are usually 13 or bigger. Like I mean, have you seen those platters, like those oval platters that sometimes like you get at a restaurant or whatever? So um Mm -hmm. that's just that, you know, picking from the kids menu would obviously give you a smaller plate yeah and you know it's It's so funny too mentioning that because i had a couple of patients of mine who were like you know i tried ordering from the kids menu and they're like well is this for a kid and they would be honest and say no and then the restaurant's like well sorry we can't serve you um you have to get from the adult menu and i was like what if your kid's at home and you're bringing food to them at home how are they gonna know like yeah that's true i'm not encouraging lying (laughs) but maybe just omit that it's for you you know uh if the restaurant's being that finicky but at the end of the day why is it matter you're spending money in their establishment that's just my my qualm i'm just gonna put that out there into the universe i'm a little (laughs) about that but aside from that um senior menus kids menus those generally are appropriate portions for people yeah it's true it's true and they have um you know that's so interesting that they do that. That is a massive bummer. I wish everyone <laughs> could just order off the kids' menu. We don't have to like look like we're seven, right? Um. Yeah. But that's one they... tiny portions. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. Work with me. Give me a small case of I don't know. Yeah. But um I uh Oh, a lot of menus also do the um they have some kind of lighter menu mm-hmm. now as well, which um, not necessarily that all that stuff is also fantastic, but it um, often comes with smaller portions, or you know the side is a, a, a vegetable of some sort, or a or a brown rice or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is nice that they have more than just their main base menu. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and. I I, that's I I always love when restaurants kind of cater to like you know you want to have lighter fare here's a lighter menu or like you know lighter options. It's not required, but it's always just nice when they do.
1: Yeah, especially
0: when they put the calories on the menu because then you go, oh, well I'm not gonna get that now. That's way higher than I wanted to eat. (laughs) Yeah, like oh hello, that's my whole day. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. At the end of the day, you know, it's 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 easy to, to eat out. It's hard to eat out healthfully. But one thing that I just encourage folks to do when they're dining out is just remember, if there's someplace you really want to go and really indulge in, do it. But if you're just going out because you just don't feel like cooking, there's no need to order indulgently if you plan to do something later or know, you know, like where you're going doesn't necessarily have what you love, but they have healthy options or, mm. you know, something like that. But try to find the healthiest option you can, if that's your intention of eating healthy. And yeah. some restaurants cater to that. So there are certain restaurants out there culturally that just tend to be healthier, like Mediterranean restaurants. Um, a lot of Asian restaurants actually really cater to healthier options out there. Um, mm-hmm. Not so much steak houses and Italian restaurants. Not that I don't love Italian yeah. food or steak, but you know, they're not always going to cater the healthiest food to folks. Yeah. So sometimes there's just places that are just, generally inherently healthier yeah it's true there there definitely is so we can definitely make a navigate making like a better decision when we when we go to one of those knowingly um that's why sometimes for like quick fast faster food sometimes we recommend sandwich shop right because you can Mm -hmm. pick like a better bread or you could do a protein style um load up with vegetables you know omit the creamy salads there's, yeah, there's like you a can salad bar salad. minus the bread. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, any amazing other dietitian tips that we should know about for dining out that you could think of that are super cool, super exciting? Super cool, super awesome. Um, I think that, well, one thing that comes to my mind is just, I was listening to you on a prior podcast, actually. Oh, fun. Uh-huh. Thank you. I'm fun. You got a fan. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and, um, you had actually mentioned that by the time you like thought about eating out, made your choice, went and got the food, whatever, came back, it didn't actually save you any time compared to if you just cooked food. And exactly. I think that that's something for us to consider, you know, is that it's not, always the level of convenience that we think it might be you know yeah it's a common thing for me because I'm walking distance from like a local restaurant and it's really oh. easy on a like a Wednesday night to sit there and be like I don't feel like cooking you just want to go get food and then by the time we actually get our food and eat I would have taken me the same length of time to make something at home mm. and it would have been half or if not less than half the price like <laughs> yeah yeah
1: Yes, Absolutely. there is the convenience
0: factor that I had to clean, but like I was hungry now and I still had to wait half an hour to eat, which would have been the same amount of time at home. So sometimes yeah. if that's your intention of like, I just want food now. Remember, if your food comes out now, I would be a little worried because the yeah. restaurant shouldn't give you food within five minutes. That's not how food works. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like It shouldn't. It's yes. a little fast, a little questionably fast. Um a little questionably quick. Yep. Like a little bit. But you know... At the end of the day, as I, as I mentioned earlier on, I'll say it again, if you want to go out and enjoy enjoy yourselves, by all means, yes. we're not saying you can't, but absolutely, there, we can't do it all the time, yeah. every single day and enjoy ourselves that often because unfortunately it will lead to some unfortunate negative health consequences. Right, right. doesn't always come out in balance. So definitely like, you know, we, we're, we're big believers in moderation, so we can moderation. still do those things, but yeah, also balance it with, you know the other good stuff exactly well on that note i um very much appreciate our conversation and i'm so thankful that you were able to give us your uh, you know insight into this i love it um remember everybody to like share subscribe uh if you want to comment on you know youtube if you're watching on youtube what have you but with that being said uh until next time everybody see ya